Here's Papa is brought to you by Just Some Podcast Media. Dun, da, da, da. The views on this podcast are those solely of the host and do not represent the views or opinions of any other institution. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Echo. Hear clearly, care confidently. Learn more at echohealth.com. That's E K O health.com. And use code PAPA for 10% off the stethoscope of your choice. Welcome to Nurse Papa, a podcast from the heart and mind of a pediatric oncology nurse and father. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a story of parenthood, or I tackle a parenting question from one of my loyal listeners in a segment called Dear Nurse Papa. In either case, I hope to come out on the other side with a better understanding of what makes kids and their parents tick. In this segment of Dear Nurse Papa, A Bay Area mom has reached a parental milestone, which she is simply not ready for. That's right, folks. Her son is becoming interested in his changing body and other sticky concepts around sex. No matter who you are or who your child is growing to be, this can be a challenging discussion to begin. Stay tuned for the letter. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. When I listen to Little Hearts and Lungs at Work, I use my 3M Litman Core digital stethoscope, powered with advanced echo core technology. With the press of a button, the sounds I hear can be enhanced 40 times. From this, to this. Learn more at echohealth.com. That's E-K-O health.com. And use code PAPA for 10% off the stethoscope of your choice. Dear Nurse Papa. Dear Nurse Papa, I have reached one of the major milestones of parenthood, and I'm just not prepared for it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. My son is 10 years old, and he is becoming curious about his changing body. He has also been making some comments that lead me to believe that the concept of sex has entered his worldview, and not necessarily in a good way. He heard the word sex and sexy being thrown around on an old episode of Family Feud. Feud, And he later asked me why they were using such bad words on TV. He's also told me that he does not like the role of tummy fat that has always blessed his beautiful boy body. Until recently, my son has never seemed to pay much attention to things like this. I'm at a loss. In my culture, Indian, we don't typically discuss these issues with our kids. They learn about it in school or from their friends. Both his father and I were raised this way. How do we talk to our son about these issues? We would really appreciate some guidance on how to help usher my baby boy into early manhood. Thanks so much, Nurse Papa. Indian Boy Mama. Dear Indian Boy Mama, Thank you so much for your oh-so-thoughtful question. My two kids are only five and seven years old. They have not yet begun to inquire about this particular subject, but I realize it is only a matter of time before they do. As I attempt to give you advice on how to guide your son in this time, 
I will also be helping a future befuddled Nurse Papa to do the same with his own kids. In just about five minutes, or perhaps five years from now. You never really know when your child will draw you into an awkward conversation about the realities of life, which you are more than likely unprepared for. Attention, please. As parents, we rightly assume that it is both our joy and responsibility to help our kids navigate the many emotional and physical milestones of growing up. But it's wrong to assume that the way in which we should do this is always clear, and that this path is monolithic for all kids, and for all parents for that matter. You were raised a certain way, but the generational and cultural norms that guided the way your parents raised you have probably changed. Your relationship to that culture has also probably evolved. You are also not your son. He most likely has a style of learning and a childhood paradigm that differs from your own. What did or did not work for you will not necessarily be the same for him. That is all to say that it may be time for you to forge your own parental path here. Ready, set, go! Don't feel bad for being unsure about what your next move is. You are not alone in finding yourself at a loss for the best words and actions. This is a near constant parental state for me. When encountering these moments with your kids though, there are a few guidelines you might keep in mind which I think will help you. First, do your best to determine what your child is curious about and focus your response upon that specific query. You've already shown yourself to be a caring and attentive mother by listening to what your son is and is not already telling or showing you he wants to know more about. Keep it up! One misstep that some concerned parents sometimes make is answering questions that their curious son or daughter have not even begun asking. Providing too much information can be overwhelming to a child. It can be overwhelming to an adult as well. When my daughter was barely three years old, she asked me over a bowl of soggy Cheerios if I was going to die. It was 6 a.m. and I had not had a drop of my morning coffee, but I did my best to answer her specific question truthfully. She did not ask me about the existence of an afterlife or about the many ways one could die. Those questions would certainly come later. If she had, I would have done my best to address those queries at that moment. Try not to make a situation more complicated than it already is. A child's curiosities take time to evolve. Your open-ended answers will certainly lead to more questions in the future. My daughter seemed quite satisfied with my affirmative answer, Yes, someday I will die, but hopefully not for a long, long time. And I was equally satisfied when she appeared sufficiently sad about that fact. <laughs> Thank you very much. We quickly moved on from issues of life and death to the less weighty topic of which is our favorite LOL doll and why. Girl mamas and papas, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mama, by paying close attention to your son, you've already figured out what he is most curious about in this present moment. One, he is curious about the concept of sex. Two, he is also noticing his own unique and changing body. You've also noted that he has begun to form an impression about each of these topics, and that this impression has left you a bit concerned. Your next step here is to provide a way for your son to learn as much about sex and his body in a manner that is comfortable for all of you. 
I gather from your letter that neither you nor your husband feels ready to tackle this subject with your son. I completely understand your apprehension, but I also encourage you to step a bit out of your comfort zone and engage with your son in a meaningful way. This is not just important regarding issues of sex and your son's changing body. How you communicate with your son around this and so many other issues that will arise will define your relationship with each other. I have often heard parents ask, how do I talk to my teenager? And the real answer to that query is don't wait until your child is a teenager. Build a solid relationship and rapport with your child now. And when they're older, they will know that you're there for them. They still might hate you, but they'll know you're there and they will come to you for help when they really need to. Learning to talk about things even when the subject at hand is difficult or uncomfortable, will help you all grow closer. After all, what is family other than one big, sometimes disorienting and quite uncomfortable bundle of closeness? Just add a fart and a burp, and that's my life as a dad in a nutshell. As you learn to navigate these awkward moments of closeness though, you will develop a language and communication style that will be invaluable in the future. Let me be completely transparent here. I myself do not recall receiving much of a formal sex education from either of my parents. But what I do remember still stays with me to this day. Although my parents did not talk to me directly about sex and sexuality, they did provide me with a book. It was called, Where Did I Come From? The Facts of Life Without Any Nonsense and With Illustrations. This well-intentioned book, which was written and illustrated in the 1970s, is admittedly dated and somewhat cringeworthy now. But back then, it was my Bible. It was a decent resource to help me begin to think about my sexuality and my changing body. The rest of my dubious sex education came from my various friends who honestly had no idea what the hell they were talking I about. I got an idea! And from the words and pictures found within a few 1970s Playboy issues. I got my pants! Keep your hands in the air! Even if you don't feel comfortable talking directly to your son about sex, sexuality, and his changing body, you do have the opportunity and the responsibility to start him on the right path. Where to start though? To get you rolling in this journey of sex education for your son, I highly suggest that you find an excellent resource to guide you. Given your reluctance to tackle these difficult issues, it will be easier for you to let a refined and well-written resource introduce your son to difficult topics. There are countless books available which attempt to do this. Some do it quite well, others fail miserably. One book I would highly recommend is called Guy Stuff, The Body Book for Boys by Dr. Kara Natcherson. This little gem of a book addresses so many prickly little subjects revolving around puberty and a young man's changing mind and body, and I think it will be perfect for you and your son. Making use of fun pictures and accessible prose, this book will teach your son everything from basic hygiene to the biology of erections and that pesky pubic area. Oh! The book also adeptly addresses issues around body image, peer pressure, and remarkably so, some super handy methods for hiding an unexpected hard-on. Wow! Man, 
I wish I knew these tricks when I was a kid. You should definitely read this book and then gift it to your son. I think it will answer all the questions he has and set him up well for the ones he is still just forming in his little prepubescent mind. In a section called The Belly Zone, the author dispels the myth that one body's shape is perfect and suggests that more often than not, every person's particular shape is quite often out of their control. That being said, Dr. Natterson does make suggestions for how to maintain a healthy body and mind. Considering the burgeoning body shame which you suggested your son might be experiencing, I believe this chapter will serve him quite well. In this book, the author does stop short of directly talking about sexual intercourse, and I think I understand why. Many parents might not think their young man is quite ready to tackle the concept of a penis entering a vagina, or any other bodily orifice for that matter. I think this is a reasonable choice. There is so much else to chew on in this book that your son will be quite busy digesting and understanding what is offered. Once both you and your son have a look-see at this fine book or another one like it together or apart, I hope you feel comfortable beginning an open-ended discussion with him about it. When doing so, don't approach him in a serious way. Although this is an important discussion, you'll be better off if you approach it with some relaxed levity. Go for a walk and have a chat. Having something to look at or comment about might help to dispel any awkward moments that come up for either of you. I have often found that walking and talking lubricates the mind as much as it does the body. This should not be a talk with an endpoint. You will very likely not resolve every one of your son's questions in one conversation. But it's a good place to start, my friend. And in the jungle of parenthood, that is sometimes all you need and can reasonably expect. Indian boy mama, I have no doubt that you will serve your son well here, and that you will both grow closer through this interaction. As your son gets older, his interior life will become more complicated, and his questions about that life will become more nuanced. Don't run away from this reality. These hard moments are what parenting is all about. You can do this. All my love, Nurse Papa. Dear Nurse Papa fans, please join the many thoughtful parents around the country who have written to Nurse Papa with their questions about the trials and tribulations of modern parenting. Send your letters to david at nursepapathebook.com and write Dear Nurse Papa in the subject line. I'm excited to read your letters. Remember, Nurse Papa is also a book. Within it, you'll find stories that might just change how you look at life and, indeed, parenting. Nurse Papa has been my labor of love, but it offers much more than my own perspective. You'll learn from the voices of seasoned nurses, some of my young patients, and these patients' parents, each adding their own personal perspective about love, life, death, and learning. Nurse Papa is now available for purchase on Amazon and other bookseller sites. Please consider picking up a copy and, when you're done, leaving a public review on Amazon, Goodreads, or anywhere else where people go to find meaningful books. Thank you so much for your support, and stay tuned for the next episode of the Nurse Papa Podcast.